Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The St. Louis comedy scene is a busy one. Just about any night of the week, you can catch local comedians honing their sets at open mic night, or improvising madly on stage with a troupe of their closest friends, or even battling each other with fierce wit as local drunks cheer. It takes one three-day comedy festival to bring those elements together. The Flyover Comedy Festival launched in 2017. This Thursday, it returns to the city's Grove neighborhood for its third year. It's a showcase for local talents in the scene and also a chance for some big names to show off their best stuff. Here to discuss this exciting three-day comedy blitz is co-founder Zach Jehoviak. Zach, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. And we're also joined by two top St. Louis comedians. Kenny Kynes, welcome to the show. Thank you. And Tina Deval, welcome to the show. Thank you. Do you make a point of seeing local comedians or comedy shows? What's your favorite? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. So, Zach, take us back three years ago. What made you say, we need a major comedy festival in St. Louis? Yeah, it seemed like... uh all the stars kind of aligned with, um, I kind of want to point to the improv shop, um, just one of our venues of the festival. Um, myself and also these guys have taken classes at the improv shop. It's St. Louis's premier long form improvisation, uh, theater and training center. And, uh, they used to be located on Euclid in the central West end. And when they moved to the Grove, um, we had a, a comedy uh, venue in the Grove, and there were so many ve- venues on that street. And we had been talking about a comedy festival for a long time, and it just seemed like this was the perfect time where you have these local businesses that can support an event like this, where uh, comedy fans can walk from you know venue to venue to go see all these shows. They're all right in that same place. Right. Yep. Now, Kenny Kynes, you've been participating for years uh, in this thing. What makes this festival different than just another sort of jam-packed night of St. Louis comedy? Um, well, there's comedy, one. Um, <laughs> that's always a good start. I mean, don't we have that every night in this town, though, really? <laughs> well, no, I think what really sets it apart is the fact that it's all in one area and nobody has to travel to different parts of the city. And a lot of people who don't don't normally come to the city can just go to the Grove and see comedy at all these different locations. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of these festivals, they'll have, like, it'll be one day, you know, outdoors. Uh, comedy doesn't really work well outdoors because you have to yell at uh, drunks <laughs> the entire time. Um, but, yeah, it's been a good time since I've been uh, associated with it. We, I've just seen it grown over the past three years. You know, a lot of people are very dedicated to comedy in the city. Tina, you've, you've also been a part of this. Um, mm-hmm. What stands out when you're looking back on these last couple of years of this thing getting started and building up steam? Man, I think the first year, we none of us knew what to expect. I think all of us were so scared. It was 2017 and we were kind of like, I hope people show up to all of the shows, you know, and we had like one of the smaller venues at that time, which was Gazellig mm-hmm. at Urban Chat. It's like a Urban bottle Ch- shop. It's, yeah. yeah. And I remember all of us were kind of like, oh, you know, we don't know what to expect and if people are going to be there. And every night was packed. Even in that first year. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It was so cool. And it was it kind of it was like, oh, this thing we all care so much about now. Like and I was seeing people in the audience that I'd never seen at shows. So I was like, this is great, you know. 
These are, it's so many different people that are at the shows, and just having it packed was really nice. That feels like it's kind of the thing in St. Louis. Like, you have fans of the local music scene, fans of the local comedy scene, but it's always, like, the same people that come out and support it night after night. Mm-hmm. This is bringing in a much bigger crew than that. Right. That's kind of the, the cool thing about a festival is it's, it's sort of like if there's one weekend to go out and see some comedy in the city, you know, this is a really great weekend to do it. Um, we have... 59 performers uh, coming in from out of town. Many of them have never been to St. Louis before. Um, So it's great to show them our city. It's Mm -hmm. a great networking opportunity for all these comedians in town. Um, And, yeah, it's just exciting to to have, you know, all these performers recognize St. Louis and see the great talent and venues that we have here. So is this more of a chance for comedy fans to get these (laughs) national big names, or is this more of a chance for guys like you guys to show off? (laughs) Um, I think it's probably more of a chance for us to show off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but the bigger names are like on TV and they're touring in bigger venues, you know. And so it is a good opportunity because I know St. Louis, a lot of St. Louisans really only go to shows of people that they see on television. People they've already com- heard of. Exactly, mm-hmm. that they've heard of. And so it's good to draw them in with the bigger names. And then they like, it's like, wow, us. You know, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, this, I feel, is, this is also great. I think it's nice for people to see, like, they're like, oh, Tina, you're doing something I saw on local news or something that I heard on NPR. You know, it's like... It sort of raises has, the visibility. Yeah, some kind of, like, validity to it, where they're like, oh, you're not just an open mic. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, I'm just real. just that dude I saw on the trolley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your big claim to fame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who are some of the names coming this year that you guys are most excited about? I know those might not necessarily be the most famous people but who are the comedians comedians um i'm really excited to see uh ian edwards yeah um, i actually got a chance to work with him a few weeks ago uh he's really funny i think people are really going to enjoy him mm-hmm. and what would he where w- might we associate him with um he's been on comedy he has a, actually has a special on comedy central okay. right now called ian talks Okay. Produced um, by Bill Burr, right? Produced by Bill Burr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's cool. Uh, it's really good. So I think people are really going to be excited or really like him. Mm-hmm. Tina, mm-hmm. anyone that really stands out to you where you're like, yeah, this person's coming. Yeah, I, uh, I'm excited. Jenny Zagrino is going to be headlining here. And Jenny Zagrino is actually the first headliner that I ever got the chance to work with. So uh, she was the first comic that I opened up for at Helium at the comedy club there. So it's kind of that has some special resonance. Yeah, and we've we've stayed in touch. She's really helped me out over the years, and uh, it's she's she's really great. So I'm excited to see her. Now, Zach, I know you told me one of the new things this year is an audition showcase for Montreal's Just for Laughs Festival. Help me understand, as somebody who's not in the comedy world, what coming out of Montreal is a big deal. I mean, what? Oh man, this is um, the biggest deal, huh? Yeah. So- so uh, Just for Laughs Festival is, is, you know, I guess the biggest comedy festival in the world. Yeah, like the Super Bowl of comedy, kind of. <laughs> this, is, this is very embarrassing. I didn't know this That's prior okay. to Zach no. telling me about and this. It, it's, yeah, it's, um, it's huge. And they have a Just for Laughs New Faces showcase there every year where they present up-and-coming talent. And the room is full of in, uh, industry folks. And, um, and, and it's, it's the way a lot of great comedians have come up, like Amy Schumer and Jimmy Fallon and... Uh, these other folks. So uh, what they do is they also um, they have new faces auditions, uh, audition showcases like ours um, throughout the country. And this is their first time coming to St. Louis. So this will give a chance for St. Louis people to try to get a slot in this festival. 
Right. And I understand both of you guys are going to try to compete for this. I hope it won't come to fisticuffs here on the show. You're going head to head. It'll come to fisticuffs anyway. What does that audition look like? I mean, are you just doing a very short set of your best stuff? or? Yeah, it's five minutes, yep. I believe. Um, Type five, baby. Exactly. So you have to come up with the, the five minutes that you think is actually funny. Um, odds are it won't be. But, um <laughs> You have to come up with so negative. the five. That's positive. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to just come up with five minutes, um, um, which is difficult for anybody to do if you have like a bunch of time that you've been working on for several years. To hone it down mm-hmm. to exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. How do you figure out, yeah, I'm, I'm com- I mean, do you plan this months in advance? Here's my best five minutes, or is it a spur-of-the-moment decision? I think ideally you plan it months in advance. Like when I found out that I was going to be on the Just for Laughs showcase, I was like, all right, I'm going to start working that type five right now. I'm going to know everything, you know, what I'm doing three months in advance. And then it came down to like two weeks before, and I was like, okay, now it's really time to do it. <laughs> I really need to get my set together. Uh, but I don't know. What, what I've gone with is something that I think best represents myself as a human and as a comedian, the thing Things that uh, showcase who I am as a person. So, so give us. Can you foreshadow? I I come from a Russian heritage. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. I was born in Belarus, and uh, I ha- I grew up with Russian parents, so that's kind of been a big part of my life. So. Uh- so there you're gonna have some be, good Russian jokes. Gonna be some hot Russian jokes. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Kenny, are you feeling intimidated by this? This is your competition. <laughs> yeah, she's got hot Russian jokes. I don't know. Well, considering what's been going on for the past two years uh, in government, yes, I am intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> no collusion. <laughs> I will be notifying authorities mm-hmm. if I think something is untoward. <laughs> now, Kenny and Tina, I'm very curious because you guys are two of the biggest names in St. Louis comedy, but I'm wondering what does that look like to be a St. Louis-based comedian? Is it possible to make a living just doing comedy or do you also have to have a bunch of side hustles? Um, I have a full-time job and no. Uh, <laughs> honestly, you can't. I wouldn't say that you can make a living here doing comedy if this is the only place where you do comedy. I mean, most people move on to bigger cities like New York, Chicago, and L.A. if you want to take that next step to doing comedy for a living, you mm-hmm. know, and then you just do your side hustles there. Um, but for the most part, no, you you do it here to get better, hone mm-hmm. your skills, and then move on to the, you know, the bigger market. How much do you find yourself traveling um, at this point? Like, if you want to get the well-paid gigs, do you have to go to other cities to do that? Not necessarily, but I mean, there are a few clubs that I do here in Missouri, and I'll travel and go do that for the weekend. You know, about three hours away max has been the driving time for those clubs. But you know, I mean, there there's actually a lot of opportunity to get paid to do comedy here. You know, I, I get paid regularly to do comedy okay. in St. Louis. Now, I'm not talking like thousands <laughs> of days. It's not like, uh-oh, just put a down payment on a house. You know, it's not that good. But, uh, you know, it's it's enough to like, keep it going. So, yeah. I mean, Zach, you helped to book some of this stuff yeah. at, at various venues. Um, <laughs> do you think there's a big enough scene at this point that somebody can make it in St. Louis? Or the whole point is to move on to the, the bigger, better thing? No. If comedy is what you want to do. Yeah, I. Uh, that's certainly part of, you know, w- what I would hope is that we can create more opportunities for comedians to make money uh, mm-hmm. here and regionally. Um, so I think there is a lot of opportunity to, you know, travel around and go on tour to still live here and still accomplish a lot, mm-hmm. um, especially yeah. with the, you know, YouTube and all, all these creative ways that you can get yourself out there. Um, and that's with podcasting now. And, yeah. You know, I think of 
Tina's uh, podcast has really been growing. Give that a shout out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so me and a uh, another comedian locally here, Libby Higgins, we have come up together. We've done stand-up together, improv together, and have been working together for about five years. And uh, we started a podcast about a year ago, which is it's called Slop City. It is not safe for work. Um, <laughs> I am just going to put that out there. So just don't. Very good warning. Yeah, this it is, is NPR. It so. is. But no, it's it's really great. Uh, we we really do like a lot of it, it's it's kind of the name tells you everything you need to know about it. Like we started it with no intention of having a form or anything like that. We just wanted to do something fun and organically see what happened. And it's it's cool because Libby has a pretty big fan base. She's a, She got famous on Vine. And as some of you may know, she's the McRib lady. Um, and I, that is a you, huge deal. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, I know Libby. I mean, oh, she makes yeah. me laugh so hard. She's incredible. And she's so brilliant and so funny. And uh, she'll also be at Flyover, so look out for her. But, uh, yeah, so the podcast is really cool. It's kind of garnered, like, this cult following. We have, like, a lot of people from all over the United States. We even have some fans in the U.K. Like, uh, it's it's very cool. It's, all, and that you can do from St. Louis. Yeah. That's great. Yep. Um, Kenny Kynes, you're balancing this with a full-time job. Do you find that you're having to, to give up potential gigs just because this doesn't fit in with, the, you know, your main responsibility? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I do. Also, I I... I <laughs> It's not that big of a deal to me. Um, I don't like to travel a lot just because I don't like to travel. I don't like the physical activity of actually um, leaving my house to it's travel to other places. But actually, St. Louis is actually in a very good position. <laughs> it's in a great position because we're like five hours from pretty much everywhere. You know, you like, you got, you're five hours from Chicago. You're about five hours from Memphis. You're about five hours from uh, Nashville, mm-hmm. Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati. So you can branch out. And try to make a name for yourself. Um, I did that. Uh, I got tired of Ohio, so I just kind of stopped. Uh, <laughs> won't go kinda, there anymore. <laughs> just, uh, Ohio's a great city. You heard it here. Kenny Kynes is two, done with Ohio. It's got two no O's. More. <laughs> I just hope no Ohio people are listening because I know I grew up there. They tend to take this stuff really personally. <laughs> oh, if it helps, one of our uh, one of our co-founders and producers uh, currently lives in Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the so, Ohio people should be okay with y'all right. in that case. Yeah. <laughs> now, you two were both part of the Laugh Track show that brought comedy to the Loop Trolley. Um, what's the hardest place you've ever had to perform? You want to take that first? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that... I, the hardest place I have ever had to perform, I did a uh, gig at a hair salon in Creefcore, Missouri. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. I took it for, uh, listen, I was struggling at the moment. No. It actually ended up being really, really fun. But this is a lady that is a regular at the bar that I work at. So she booked me. She was like, listen, I like to do fun stuff quarterly for my staff. And we like to do little events. So uh, she was like, I would love for you to do stand-up. At this thing, and I, she offered a very handsome amount of money. Did my hair, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna do it." But then I got there, and I was just—I mean, I'm in the middle of a hair salon. I mean, that's a tough room. I didn't have a microphone, and I'm not very good at TED talks, so I had to grab something. And I, I was like, "Okay, uh, I know this is gonna be awkward, guys, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab a 
can I just grab this hairbrush? I'm going to use this as a microphone. And the whole room, we're talking like 50 hairstylists. They're like, uh-oh, what's she going to do? What's happening now? And I'm like, oh, this is not cool. It's just muscle memory. I need something in my hand to do this. To do 25 minutes of stand-up in a hair salon. I mean, tell me, at Ooh. least they laughed? They did. There were a couple of very uh, stern faces. They were not into it. But overall, reception was uh, pretty good. And listen, it's it's gigs like that that make you tough like Teflon. So That's right. After I that, I mean, a comedy festival has got to feel like a breeze. This is an audience that, that already is interested in what you're doing. It's going to feel yeah. very good. <laughs> we did get a question from somebody. We don't have time to put him on the air. But he's wondering, for those of you who are comedians, um, if, if people are interested in doing comedy for the first time, what would you say are the best ways to get started or even the best open mics in town? Kenny, what advice? Um, go to an open mic, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of good open mics. There's an open mic on Monday nights at 8 o'clock at the uh, improv shop. Yep. Um, so that's a pretty low-key night exactly. to, to get yeah, started. Exactly. Very good place um, to get started. There's also one on Monday later on that night at about 10.30. Um, it's run by Chad Wallace. It's at the Heavy Anchor, the Comedy Shipwreck. Uh, and then there are the two clubs. There's the Funny Bone in Westport <laughs> that has a, an open mic on Tuesdays and Helium that has an open mic on Wednesdays. And you can sign up online, I believe, there. And how much material does somebody need in order to say, yeah, I'm going to do an open mic? Um, just remember, nobody cares if you get off stage early. Okay, so, that's very yeah. good advice. <laughs> yeah. If least, only half the comedians I've seen would have kept that in mind. Uh-huh. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, no matter how, you, it'll go quicker than you think it's, it's going to go. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, if you do, if you have like two minutes of material, just do that. Okay. You know, just get get over that initial butterflies, I guess. And yeah, just, you know, dive right in. Um, Zach Jehoviak, one last question for people who want to check out the Flyover Comedy Festival. Um, is it too late to get in on all this hilarity? No, not at all. Go to um, flyovercomedyfest.com. Uh, you can still purchase three-day wristbands, which gets you access to all shows on a first-come, first-served basis. Um, and then you can purchase uh, tickets to individual shows as well. Okay. Zach, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, Kenny Kynes, Tina Devol, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.